You know what? It's one of the things that I'm very proud of is my military service. And I think that it's really important to understand the difference between leadership and management, especially in your 401k practice. Hi, I'm John Sullivan with the 401k specialist, and this is the 401k specialist podcast. Shannon Maloney is a Desert Storm vet, managing director with Strategic Retirement Partners, and a monthly finalist for the 2022 Top Advisor by Participant Outcomes. Shannon joined us to talk about ESOPs and defined benefit plans, which are two areas of her expertise. She also discussed what her military background taught her about the 401k business and her joy in making tough guys cry. Shannon, you do a lot with ESOPs, which you call more fun than 401ks. Can you explain? I love ESOPs because of the fact that unlike a 401k where the employee education is the responsibility of the record keeper or the advisor, with an ESOP, the communication of the plan is the responsibility of the plan sponsor. And what most ESOPs have done is they've created a communication committee to how to get people to understand an ESOP because they don't see their balance grow very quickly at the beginning. But I've also had more millionaires out of an ESOP than any other plan type. But because the employer owns that communication experience, they've added a lot more fun. So I do gamification during ESOP month. They have breakfast with eggs, sausage, orange juice, and pancakes. That happens to spell ESOP. They do crosswords. They do gift cards. They do all kinds of things that really and truly have helped us bring that employee engagement to the 401k side of our practice. Because I think too often on the 401k side, John, we focus on education instead of engagement. And what I have learned is an engaged employee is what you want. And that's when you have those tremendous participant outcomes that your magazine um, really and truly reinforces with all of us specialist advisors. Is there a lot more awareness and then therefore demand for ESOPs at this point? You know what? There's only about, there's still less than 7,000 ESOPs in the country compared to hundreds of thousands of 401k plans. But I think from a uh, the government's perspective, there's a bipartisan support for ESOPs across the country. It's truly the most capitalistic um, retirement plan you can have because unlike you and I going to go purchase Apple stock outside because our kids are buying Apple devices, those purchases don't impact Apple stock. But as an employee for a privately held company as an ESOP, if you turn off the lights, if you reduce expenses, if you increase sales, you can have that direct impact on share price, which really and truly gets you more involved in the company. And one of the things we like to say with ESOPs is people come for the job and they stay for their future. It's a great tax advantage uh, opportunity for the owners to transfer it to their people. It creates their legacy and it really and truly promotes ownership across all levels of the company and is very diverse. So from my perspective, I think that um, employee ownership plans, stock ownership plans are really and truly the most egalitarian form of stock ownership in the country. You have a great anecdote about working with truckers and the unexpected reactions that some of these big burly employees have when they realize that they're on track to reach their goals. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I absolutely love working with manufacturing companies and trucking companies where we're trying to really intrude them, to help them understand that just by doing little bits, they're going to accomplish a lot. So I've had more meetings with truckers, again, huge guys who sit in their trucks all day long and people kind of downplay their intelligence, but they listen to financial news 24 seven in their cab. They have some of the hardest questions to answer and they're always looking for ways to save. So if we can help them save and we've had more people go from zero savings 
to four figures and then five figures and then six figures of savings and then be able to help them be actually able to retire in the manner that they want to be is huge because the trucking industry is an older industry now. We all know how important trucking is for our daily supply chains. Um, it's a difficult job. We all know how many people are cutting in front of them. So they have a dangerous job and they don't make all that much money. So for them to be able to save money and to put it away for their retirement is huge. And they have been just tremendously impressed. I've had more people cry at trucking companies than about any other company. Company. Just because to show them their balance that they have made that sacrifice is showing up on their balance is huge. That's great. You still do a lot with defined benefit benefit plans. Is that maybe an area of overlooked opportunity for advisors? You know what? I love working with defined benefit plans. It is a little bit different mentality uh, because you really do have to know, is it a active defined benefit plan for like a union or a utility where they actually are, are still an active plan. You have to know if it's a frozen plan and is it a soft frozen plan or a hard frozen plan? Soft frozen means no new employees can ha- take advantage of the benefit. Hard frozen means that the accrued, the accrued benefit is no longer growing. And then you have cash balance plans. So you have all different types of defined benefit plans. I love working with defined benefit plans because uh, they truly are, especially here in the Rust Belt in Michigan, a overlooked opportunity for advisors to help employers make better decisions about participant outcomes. Because as a participant, if I have a defined benefit and a 401k plan, and then I might also have Social Security, I am going to be much better off than someone who doesn't have it. But we have to remember that we have to structure it so that it's not a detriment to the employer and it still has to stay healthy. So our job as advisors is to really and truly dig into those defined benefit plans. Are they doing the right things? Do we understand them? Are they looking at the right things? Because too often as advisors, we want to go in and say we had this kind of a return. Well, a defined benefit plan has a built-in rate of return, usually in the 6 to 7% return. So in a year like this where we're getting negative 25%, guess what? You still have that automatic 7% return factored in. So you have to understand how to work with that. And that's one of the things that we love doing. And our defined benefit practice is one of those that ebbs and flows because right now we're terminating a bunch of defined benefit plans because that's the right thing to do for the company. Now, the participants still have that benefit, which is one of the misunderstandings in the industry. That's They'll great. still receive that annuity payment. Understood. Shannon, you're a Desert Storm vet. Uh, what leadership lessons did you learn then that you apply to 401k today? You know what? It's, it's one of the things that I'm very proud of is my military service. And I think that it's really important to understand the difference between leadership and management, especially in your 401k practice. So our job is to really help the leadership of the companies that we work with make good decisions. So that means we need to bring that stewardship and that leadership to them so that we're not, we're always the ones telling them what's going on in Washington. We want to be the first. We also help to have to help them with the management, which is the nitty gritty management of the plan. You know, are they following the definition of compensation? Are they looking at eligibility rules? Are they looking at what's coming down the pike with legislation and how that's going to impact the plan with Secure Act 1.0? Are they going to offer the adoption and birth um, provision? Are they going, how are they managing that part-time uh, education or part-time employees, sorry, uh, piece of it? So we have to be leaders and we have to show them best practices, which is one of the things that I learned about in the military. We're not always going to be perfect and never, ever, ever go to a plan sponsor and tell them that you know everything. If you're not 100% sure of the answer, you need to go back and check it. And I think that's one of the most important lessons I learned in the military. If you're not 100% sure, Say you don't know 
and go find out and then give them the right answer because we there's a lot of moving parts in retirement plans and we need to be uh, really confident about our answer and just because we're confident if we tell them the wrong answer we will have lost our reputation and our confidence you're with a very small unknown firm called strategic retirement partners <laughs> along with the firm <laughs> and why srp so I'm actually one of the eight founders of SRP. We actually founded SRP when uh, 401k, uh, when NFP decided to sell the back office. And we had an opportunity at that time to go to another firm or to create our own. And we really wanted to create an independent retirement consulting shop that always had our clients' best interest first, that was focused on participant outcomes and truly taking work off the plate of our clients. And I could not be prouder to be part of this wonderful organization. We're really uh, excited and proud of the culture that we've created, the opportunities that we've created. And from eight people now, we're over a hundred and we just can't, we just see the right things going forward with all of the people that we're, we've brought on board. Shannon Maloney, that is exactly what we needed. Thank you so much. We do appreciate it. Thank you so much, John. We really appreciate what you do at 401k Specialist Magazine, and it's an honor to be included on your podcast as and uh, have been part, uh, featured in your magazine as well. So thank you so much for all that you do for our industry. 